Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscaping professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of four best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, The Lawn Care Advantage, Winning Strategies for a Thriving Landscaping Business, available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Now, here's your host. Paul Jamison. Welcome to Michigan, Big Ten country, where it's sunny. <laughs> Beautiful football Saturday here in Big Ten country. I got Cornell Mack from Pittsburgh, PA. What's up, Cornell? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Well, we were both so busy at Equip, I didn't really get to, to see, so I want to debrief that. Uh, real quick, I want to say thanks to my friend Brian um, for inviting me back up to Novi, Michigan for a Entrepreneur Academy. Uh, thanks to him and Liz for this wonderful event. So having a good time here. Yeah, it's awesome. Man. They always do great things. That's one of the things my wife said. She's like, I love to go to their events because you know it's going to be high class. But why are you talking so soft here, Cornell? I don't know. I, I didn't think I was talking soft, but... <laughs> you, uh... So that's the Cornell man. Yeah, no, I'll give you the step, energy now. Step up the energy here. You got it, brother. Let's Excellence do it. in broadcasting. The lunch was great, as always. So Liz and Brian, you know, they, whatever catering service they have, A+. plus. Well, I didn't even get to eat yet, so Oh, we'll it's see. good. Well, we got, we got a long line. We'll make sure you get get you a plate before they uh, pack it up. But uh, let's let's debrief it quick, man. You had your first event. Yeah. Um, how did that go? And I apologize. I, I didn't make it. That's all right. I heard you apologize already, so I appreciate you guys I, even Kab- acknowledging that. Yeah, Kubota had already invited me to dinner, so I was thinking I'd go to dinner, mm-hmm. swing by, and we got to talking, and it was past my bedtime. Yeah. Well, it turned out way better than I expected. I mean, it sold out before we even got to equip at 180 people. Um, but, you know, that happens. There's going to be attrition. You don't know how many people are actually going to show up. And so whenever I got to the event, there was like, 60 people in line waiting to get in. And I was like, yeah, what is going on here? Um, but once we got everybody in, um, Jobber was there. They they sponsored the event. We got everyone in. People got their bowling shoes. And uh, we got started on the games, man. It, it was a really an amazing time, right? Executive Strike and Spear uh, really did a good job. What kind of games did you guys play? So we had the highest game. Um, that was won by a guy named Jeffrey. And Gordy was, did he not play because of his injury? Yes, his foot was broken. Man, so. and he's a 300 guy. I know. I was looking forward to seeing him bowl. And I think he was looking forward to bowl, but like a week beforehand, he, he got hurt, uh, I think, helping his dog or doing something with his dog. That's the story he told me, too. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But it, there was three games. We had the highest game. And what, sh- what did the winner bowl? Uh, 180. 180? 182, yeah. Big 182? It was actually Big Buckeye who won. Uh, oh, yeah. Rick, he's, Rick he, with Big Buckeye. So he won the event, uh, and the winner of that event was to get a Echo PB 9010. Nice. Um, and Big Buckeye was one, of, he's the one who actually bought the 9010 for the giveaway. So when he won his own prize, he was like, I can't do that. I don't want to take my own prize. So, uh, he switched over with the guy who won the strike challenge. His name was Jeffrey Campbell. So we had 10 people line up. We had the 10, uh, a 10 lane private bowling area. We had 10 people line up. Everyone throw the ball, ball at the same time. If you get a strike, you automatically move on. If no one gets a strike, then whoever has the highest pin count, they move on. So we had about three or four rounds. There was like 97 people or something in the strike challenge. Uh, and it was cool. And then after that, we had the rock, paper, scissor tournament and the rock, paper, scissor tournament. The winner of that 
got a whole ball of wax from Brian, uh, Entrepreneur Academy. Uh, one free year of my service area with uh, from Chris Gentry. Uh, Echo. I'm trying to think here. What else did they get? Oh, Cedric Steele Owens building a website uh, for them free of charge. So it was like a package to help people get started in someone who was just getting started in business to help propel them, you know, to having success in this game. I'll play you rock, paper, scissors. Best out of three. Ready? Wait, hold on. So you're like the other people. Okay, you, right. There's so Tell many me the people rules. who Tell didn't me the know. rules before we start. So it's just rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. But we had so many people, they were going rock, paper, shoot. Okay. It, uh, yeah, yeah, all, right. Right. all right. Well, best of three, though. Yep. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I don't know what that was. I think I was... That gonna, was a paper. Yeah, yeah. Tie. Hold on. I got to think what I want to do. Come on. <laughs> poker face here. So is, we're still tied. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh! oh. One, one nothing. Go. One nothing. Let's go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh! oh he took me oh. out of my own game. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so, look, we were supposed and, to play basketball, right, Paul? We did, uh, we did rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, though. <laughs> it works, and he beat oh. me. He beat me. All right, I got to admit that. Well, next, next social event. We got to do this every single time now, Paul. I got him. Rock, paper, scissors, yeah. shoot. Oh, that, that, we're audio podcast. They don't even know. We both did paper coming out of the gate yep. with Todd. And then a little controversy because you had a, like a paper scissor. Yeah. You? you ain't going to pull well. I got footage. <laughs> I got camera. You got instant replay if we have to. Yeah. <laughs> Take it to the booth. No that was doubt. paper. Then uh, I did scissor. He did paper. Yep. I got him 1-0. Then I won paper. He won rock. Yeah. I thought I was going to blow the scissors out, but such is oh. life. Yep. So uh, quite the scene here. For those of you watching on YouTube, we have three events going on in the same building. We have Launchpreneur Academy. Then we have a quilting show headed going on down there. And then we have like a Nintendo. I don't know what it's called. Uh, Comic-Con, I think is here. Comic-Con. Yeah, well, I don't know what that. The, the, comic the, books or something? Yeah, I don't know. People are dressed up like um, video game people, I guess. Yeah. Comic book people. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, me either. But, but, but they're, I'm walking down the hallway. They were in there, all their costumes, and then I don't look, and then they're like looking at me like, you're not going to look at me? Like, right. I was like, I don't know what you are. I'm just not going to look. Right. I took a picture with the Joker. He made the little funny noise, too. I, it was weird, but the Joker, he had his face painted and that's not good. all of that uh, costume attire on here. We're yes. out here with mulch mate lanyards Hoodies and, and, and name and, tags. And, yeah. So um, that went well. Mm -hmm. And then anything else you want to share about the event? The rock, paper, scissors. I just wanted to, I just wanted to school you on that. Yeah. Well, no, nah, the event was dope. I, next year. Don't look, Elijah. Elijah. The ne don't look. <laughs> Wonder Woman gets him every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next year, I want to do it uh, bigger and better. You know, um, I think that there was like 170 people that came this year. The event did really well. And uh, next year, we're just going to promote it better, you know. Hopefully. I did promote it for you. Yeah, absolutely. You did. Naylor did. Um, Andrew Martinez. And so I, I appreciate you guys helping. And you've been a big help to uh, me just in general, Paul, with the podcast and the live show and just help me in general. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk off air. I'll get you uh, set up for success next year. Yeah, I appreciate it. I need the help because when you don't know something, it's just like us not knowing things in our regular business, right? Mm -hmm. You go to YouTube and you ask some questions and then you figure it out and you adjust. Like I made, uh, we did a good event. Um, I think we can do it better. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently I need to raise my prices. 
<laughs> but we're going to get that together, too. Yes, sir. Well, uh, what's your experience at, at LAL? I've been out here podcasting, so I didn't hear any of the speeches. What did you learn this morning or what was spoken about? It was dope, man. Uh, Keith Kaufman is always awesome. So he's, he's you love Keith. Thing. Yeah, that's my guy, bro. He's like a brother to me now. Uh, it's crazy how that happened. Seven years ago, I started a business because I seen a Keith Kaufman video. And now we talk to each other on a regular basis. And who would have thought that would happen? But he was dope as always. Uh, I was really impressed with Leroy Mains. And he did a leadership talk. And then it was cool. Brian asked me and five other people to come up on stage. And so I was up on stage with the up and comers panel uh, with Corey Ballard and uh, and Blake Albertson. So that was cool. Did you know he was going to ask you or he just no. randomly? Yeah, I was actually on my way to go get my hoodie because I was a little bit cold. And Cedric called me and was like, yo, get back down here. Brian is looking for you. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. I didn't know what we were going to do, but. Yeah, that was cool, man, to go up there. And they asked them, like, three or four questions to each one of us. And uh, Who was the up-and-comers? I don't know all of the guys' names. Uh, it was myself. There was a young kid who's 18. Um, Ike, Ike Berry, I believe, is an older gentleman. Brett Eichenberger. Yeah, Eichenberry. Yep, him. He was up there. And two other people. I, I, Kyle... Parks, maybe. Okay. I, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not sure the names because I didn't know this was gonna happen. I just, yeah. you know. But it was awesome to just to hear. I think the the goal was, we all we got guys like Mark Bradley up there, Keith Kalfis. It was to show the people who are in attendance, people who are them, mm -hmm. right? You know, everyone can't be Paul or Keith or whatever. But we all own businesses, and I think Brian was just trying to show some relatability to the people who are here. And I think it was a success. So it was fun. Cool. And going back to Equip, outside of your event, how was your, your trip this year? It was mind-blowing, actually, for me. Um, I've been, this is, I would think that was my third year. My first year, I had a goal. I wanted to meet you. I wanted to meet Keith. I wanted to meet all of the people who inspired me to start my business and shake their hands and tell them thank you. So that was my experience year one. Year, year two, a few people knew who I was because we had just started the podcast and I had recently got on YouTube and one of my videos went viral for me um, and went crazy from like April to June. And so a lot of people knew who I was, I guess, because of that video. So when I got to Equip Expo this year, um, I got a different badge. I was able to get in and, you know, go meet brands and things like that. But then when the convention opened, it wasn't even like two minutes before someone stopped me and was like, yo, I've seen your videos and, you know, it had this impact on me or whatever. And it, that kind of just never stopped the entire really? three days. I was just taking pictures with people and having good conversations with, I call them Belgian horses, right? You know about the Belgian horse? Have you heard me talk about it? Uh, fill me in. Yeah. So the Belgian horse can pull 12,000 pounds. It's the 12 to 14,000 pounds. It's the strongest horse on the planet. But when you put two Belgian horses together, how much do you think they could pull? You said 12,000 to 14,000. For one. Yeah. So if you double it, that's the wrong answer. You wanted to have asked me. They can probably do exponentially more. So I'd say 100,000 pounds. Well, you're way off, but they can pull more. Uh, so you would think it would be between 24 and 28,000. But that would be logic telling us. I literally yeah. heard a guy say this. He said, logic would tell you that that's the right thing because we all know math. Yeah. But when you put two Belgian horses together, they both try to outdo each other. Mm. And so they can actually pull 35,000 wow. pounds. And that's what this experience is like. Mm -hmm. It's like this. Every single person here is a Belgian horse and we all are together. So imagine what we can pull then. 
right? And that's kind of what my whole message is now. Like we need to be raising each other up. When Brian puts on an event like this, we all get to come here and share our experiences with one another. Mm-hmm. And a rising tide raises all ships. Yeah. So when you come here and you get linked up with other Belgian horses, you're going to overexert yourself. The reason being is because we're leaders and leaders want to lead. And so when you put two leaders together, what do they do? They try and outperform one another. And that's going to bring everyone along a lot faster. So that's how I feel about this event. It's coming here every year. It's different than Equip Expo. Coming here every year is like, let's get linked up with some people so we can make some things happen. Yeah. And just the proximity principle, just being in the same room as so many successful people. I was having breakfast with a multimillionaire that's lingering in our midst. And he was just talking about when he dies, you know, hopefully it's a long time from now, but he's already planning the business goes to, you know, the wife and kids and this person, and that person. But what if him and his wife die together? Then the business, like he has, He's planning all this stuff out with wealth where like you just you don't you don't have those conversations, you know, other than like events like this. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I do with these millions of dollars that I have accumulated in, in cash and in, um, you know, the house and in the business and in investments? And, and actually, he has like a plan for every scenario, you know, legally in writing mm-hmm. that, that when he does pass on, this is the pro. What's the word? Uh, pro or session or uh, yeah, whatever. But it's like, where else are you having this conversation with like, you know, hey, I have millions of dollars. What do I do with it when it dies? And Andy Mulder, he's not here. I don't think this, but he, he called Dave Ramsey a few weeks ago. I heard about that. Asking Dave Ramsey, he's like, hey, I have a million dollars in my savings account. What should I do with it? I just, I just like listening to these conversations because yeah. like one day, that's not my case right now, <laughs> but one day I want to be, you know, game planning for what do I do with this million dollars I have saved or hopefully like the fellow I talked to at breakfast, multiple millions of dollars. This is like my mind. Like I never really thought about Mm. that until this morning. I'm like, Oh wow. He's thinking way ahead. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is like for me where I'm from, I have no one who understands what, what I'm thinking or where I want to go. They don't have the same visions as me. Not that they don't have visions for themselves, but they can't see what I see for myself and where I want to go. But when we come here, everyone has a vision and it's generally somewhat the same. We all want to have a business that's profitable so that we can live the life that we want. Here is where you can get that from everyone. It's a crazy energy that's always around because winners want to be around other winners. It's no, that's one of the things I realized when I came home from Equip, I got like depressed for a, a few days because when you're around all of that good energy, all of these people who are trying to win in life, that's like my moniker now, win mm-hmm. in life. So I like that. All of these people who are trying to win in life and they're all doing things to help themselves win in life, whether it's going to a social event, talking to different people, DMing guys like you or, or myself now, doing those type of things. And then you go home and you try and tell other people about what you just experienced because it was so great and it was so phenomenal and it can help them do whatever they want to do. They don't got to cut grass. It's just hear the experience, but they don't want to hear it. Yeah. And then my cameraman, he's here. He's not even in lawn care, but don't you get motivated? Um, he, he's an entrepreneur. He owns a photography business, mm-hmm. but he's, he just, you know, a fly on the wall and he gets inspired in yeah. his business. You know, yeah. we raise, he raises prices, right? Uh, SB Moen and I told him your, your, your price is too low. 
Yeah. Well, you raise it too much. Raise it a little bit. <laughs> I paid him a lot to be here. You didn't have to go that extreme on me. But good job raising your prices. Um, yeah. And don't just do that toward me. Do that to all your customers. Yeah, no doubt. And you too. I, well, I plan on it. All right. All right. But you learn how to... So there, you had a price increase letter for learning lawn care, right? Yeah. I bought that eight, seven, eight years ago. There is no price increase letter for how to deal with sponsorships. Well, at least to my knowledge so far. So... I, I need to learn uh, that side of things. I just, this wasn't something that I planned on doing, you know? So. Yeah, I met a fella, um, Elijah, met him too at, at uh, Equip. He used the price increase letter template that I have. Mm -hmm. And he does a million dollar business. And so his dad has not raised prices in 32 years. Wow. So he was telling his dad, send out Paul's letter and see what happens. So he sent it out to everybody. Eight people canceled. Out of the other ones, everyone said yes, and they made $200,000 more for doing the exact same yards. Minus eight. Minus eight. They even lost eight, so they technically did less labor, and they made $200,000 because he came up to me. He's like, bro, you made me $200,000, and then his dad came up to me later. He's like, how am I ever going to repay you? He's like, I feel like I owe you so much. And I was like, you don't owe me nothing. I was like, you, you know, you're out there doing all the mm -hmm. hard work. I was like, I'm just glad that, that, that the letter helped you. But he's like, dude, I, I don't know how I could ever thank you. He's like, you literally made me $200,000. That is nuts. And it's so possible for everyone. But we got people who are out here, they're getting their own brains, Paul. And they don't believe. Like, all you got to do is believe. If you have 100 yards and you're charging $25, if you raise your price to 50 bucks and half of the people cut you, you make the same amount of money. Yeah. With half the work. But what we'll talk to off air is that you got the biggest problem guys make that are new in this industry is you start too low. Like you got to, yeah. it'd be better to start at the market average and then just incrementally raise it a little bit. Cause that fella ended up raising 20%, mm -hmm. which is extreme, but um, you know, it's easier to raise it like seven to 8% if you're already in the right price. Right. right. So I'm, I'm keeping an eye in the, the line still going. I want to make sure you don't get snubbed on a delicious meal again. Chicken patty thing, parm, I guess they call yeah. it. Chicken parm, some macaroni and cheese, a, a, a dessert thing, a salad. It's a really good lunch. Yeah, the food's always good here. Like like we said earlier, man, Brian and Liz know how to put on a good event. That is for sure. So I'm always looking forward to that uh, chicken parm. I think that's what it's been every year. Yes, yeah, they make the same thing every year, but I always forget. And until I get up there and I start smelling, I was like, that's what they had last year, I guess for five years in a row. But it's good. Yeah, it is delicious. It's delicious. I'm excited to see some of the stuff they got outside. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. I'm not. I'm not joking. I, normally, I make fun of Michigan because it's cloudy and cold. Yeah. And and uh, I'm not too fond of of Connor Stallion and and uh, Jim Harbaugh and the boys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <They're laughs> you hear about cheating, all that? Right? They out there cheating. Are they putting people in uh in the team that they're playing? Yeah. So stuff? Connor Stallion was at a Central Michigan game on the sideline. Oh, on like he was on the coaching staff for Central mm -hmm. Michigan, and he was oh. and he was wearing glasses with a little little you can camera. Whoa. So he's filming the opponent's signs. So if you watch the Ohio State Michigan game last year, the uh, you can watch this footage. This is, I'm not. This isn't a conspiracy or anything. Mm -hmm. Michigan. So Ohio State will call in the play. They're on offense. They'll do the signal, and then the, the Michigan guys will look at their sideline. And they are they stole the sign, so they know what Ohio State's running. So they'll tell the safeties to come in, and then they'd stuff the run. 
they they knew what the plays were. Wow. And 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 and, Ohio, and Michigan law beat Ohio State, but they they knew if it was a run play or a pass play because they had gone to the games and stole the signs, which is illegal in NCAA yeah. football. So that's wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and you don't have that in the pros because a quarterback has a yeah, helmet a, with yeah. a microphone system. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got football. Alabama seven, Kentucky nothing. Tough game against those Wildcats, huh? <laughs> there we go. We got Ben Ben Naiman over here showing me the Alabama. I'd I'd rather watch the Michigan Penn State. Harbaugh's not on the sideline. They punished him. Yeah, but 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 the NFL you can't cheat because the coach he's up in like a press conference and sometimes they put the thing over yep. their their mouth as a proactive. But no, you know the quarterback can't hear. Although in the Super Bowl, Matt Ryan's headset went out. Yeah, and 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 New England came back. That that seemed a little suspicious. <laughs> Tom Brady, man, he can't lose. Hey, where did he go to college? Michigan, I think. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all making sense. Pick one that. <laughs> it's <laughs> all making sense. <laughs> Those Michigan guys are treated. Well, we're here in Michigan. I know. We I got. I don't got to kind of watch what we say, man, before we don't make it out of here, Paul. You got to get back to Georgia. Yeah, I gotta go back right. to Pittsburgh, man. Yeah. And there's people in here with samurai swords, too. Yeah. I, I met uh, a fellow named Steve-O from Pittsburgh. You met him? Yeah, that's my guy. He's right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's Cedric's cousin. Yeah, I figured it out. Mm-hmm. I interviewed him last night. Nice. He said he's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Dope. What do you think of the event? Yeah, I, I mean, I've come for five straight years. I have a greater appreciation for it now because I'm hosting my first event in Alabama with um, Jason Creole. Oh, the Lawn Care Life Conference, okay. February 23rd and 24th, Springville, Alabama. Caleb and Brittany is coming. Caleb's going to teach you about how to get out of the field. Um, Naylor's teaching on route density. Jason Creole, uh, he's a fertilizer guy. Mm-hmm. Then um, Alan Haynes is going to be teaching on like the the um, battery powered robotics, all that world, autonomous, all, all that stuff. And um, we're going to be doing some stuff with my bookkeepers on knowing your numbers. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah Jennings lives 12 minutes away. He'll be there. So, um, but but now that I'm doing all the behind the scenes stuff, it makes me appreciate Brian and Liz even more for putting on such a wonderful event. Because yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to be putting on my event. There's a lot of moving parts. Um, a lot of moving parts when it comes to putting on any type of event. Uh, yeah. And, this and, is real crazy. Yeah. And Brian and Naylor are my friends. So Naylor puts on several world-class events um, mm-hmm. the morning show and, and the rally and um, he's doing one in Atlanta uh, the LCR summit coming up so I, I behind the scenes kind of watch Brian and Naylor work but I have no you know skin in the game or risk I right. just show up and and uh, you know podcast <laughs> but uh, so, so anyway now that I'm having my own event it, I see things through a different lens yep. and, and it, it makes me really appreciate the excellence of this event for uh the Fullerton, so. Yeah, that's the same thing that happened for me when it came to, like, filming content and doing podcasting because you get a different viewpoint. Like, from one, you're on one side of the camera as the viewer, and then when you put yourself on the other side of the camera or microphone and you're the person people want to hear from, it's just, I got a new appreciation for how hard you guys work because it seems like it's easy to just turn on a microphone and talk. But it's not. You have to have a topic that is going to help people, right? And for you, it's over a thousand episodes, five days a week. Brian's like five or six hundred episodes, three days a week. It's crazy the amount of work that goes into that. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely insane and stressful. But 
This is what we signed up for, I guess, Paul. Yeah. Yes, we did. Well, uh, is there anything we're leaving out here that, that needs addressed? You can follow my YouTube channel. Yeah, shout it out. Good Mac job Lane. on the consistency. I liked the, I, I commented it's a stadium, not yeah. an arena. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I Googled it to find out the difference. What is the difference? So an arena is typically indoors for a hockey game, basketball game, or like um, they'll even have like tennis matches indoor or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so that's an arena. So like the Rupp Arena is where the Kentucky Wildcats play. The right. Yum Center is where the Louisville Cardinals play. Uh, th- those are arenas. The stadium is more like where the Pittsburgh Steelers play. That's an outdoor for soccer or football Okay, where, where, where it's outdoor. So Michigan Stadium is the football field. Ohio Stadium is where my beloved Buckeyes play. Gotcha. So, so, so basically think football, outdoor, stadium. Now, it's tricky because even – the NFL stadium could be a dome, so it could be indoor, but it's 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 a stadium yeah. for soccer or um, football. Nice. But basically, basketball and hockey are arenas. Football and soccer are stadiums. Yeah. But I but I researched it. But uh, yeah, that's the well. You can follow me, Mac, Mac Landscaping and Lawn Care on YouTube, Mac underscore four Mac underscore Landscaping four one two on Instagram. Uh, yeah, and we got the Lawn Care Power Move show that comes out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The Power Moves live show, which is Wednesday on Instagram, 9 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday. We've been doing it for over a year. And soon I'll be dropping On the Attack with Mac, a new podcast uh, for the go. lawn care industry. So be on the lookout for that. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Cornell. And it's always good to see you in, in Louisville and, and Novi and, you know, with future events. Um, definitely look forward to seeing what you're doing because uh, so many people ask me, like, hey, I want to start a podcast or this, that, or the other, and then they just fizzle out, mm-hmm. which I understand, but you stuck with it, and especially Instagram Lives, I always see you, you know, Wednesday and, and whatnot, popping up on my thing. And sometimes I join in. Yeah, Paul, you've been a regular guest on there. You've been on there at least four or five times. Yeah, so. and you see the followers uptick when I... Yeah, absolutely. Every time, I got to make sure that when we get you on there that I start spitting fire, you know, so that people are getting something from it and that we're not wasting your time. You know, but it's always fun when you when you hop on there. I appreciate it. Quick prediction: next Sunday, and and then this episode is going to come out after the game. Pittsburgh comes to Ohio to Cleveland. Brown Steelers, big AFC North division game. Yeah. Who wins? Hopefully the Steelers, man. We already got you all once. Um, so okay. hopefully the Steelers win. It's crazy what Mike Tomlin can do with people uh, with a team that really is devoid of stars at the moment. Um, but he's he wins. That Fitzpatrick's a star, and what? Well, yeah, the defense. But Fitzpatrick's hurt, I think. Right oh, now. really? Yeah, and Watt is absolutely amazing. I'm super happy that we have. He's a that superstar. Guy. Not wow. a star. He just three sacks almost every game. It's crazy. He it's pretty crazy. much single handedly beat the Browns when they came there. Mm-hmm. Although Nick Chubb got hurt, which was right. That's that stinks. Yeah. I love Nick Chubb. He's my favorite player by far. I think that was the last time I talked to you. Was that was right after that? Yeah, happened. I was pretty yeah, sad. Sad man. I love Nick Chubb. He shows up, get puts in the work, and and does his job and. Great, great role model. All right. Well, we're going to let Cornell go get his chicken parm, and I'm going to enjoy the what, – what What do we have here? Uh, I'm not sure what that guy is, um, but he has like a Trojan golden helmet on. Cedric, Cedric's whispering. Yeah, he's he's like, you want me to make you a play? Oh, I got you. I appreciate that. What a good that. friend. Yeah, yeah, that's my guy. What a good friend. 
All right. Well, thanks for watching. Uh, if you're listening to the Green Industry Podcast, uh, my cameraman, um, he he traveled. How far did you drive? How many hours? Six hours from Louisville. Mm. Uh, Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> and uh, he came six hours to come and film these episodes so that hopefully you guys can uh, watch on YouTube. And uh, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you. Smash that subscribe button. Hope to catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Are you ready to grow your lawn care and landscaping business at Lightspeed? Hey, I'm Cody Owen with Lightspeed Social Agency, and you have heard me talk shop right here on the Green Industry Podcast and every other lawn care podcast you listen to. I hope that you have taken advantage of the expert knowledge I've given in those interviews, but I want you to experience the power of putting Lightspeed behind your business this spring. Sign up for Facebook and Instagram ads management and put my team's years of experience to work in your business. Are you ready to elevate your business to new heights? Well, we've got something extraordinary for you. Mark your calendars for the LCR Summit 2024 happening January 19th and 20th in Atlanta. This event is not just a summit, it's a catalyst for growth and success. Whether you're a business professional, a content creator, or a landscape business owner, the LCR Summit is tailored just for you. Picture this, a career transformation in just two days. Day one brings you podcast mastery with industry experts, Paul Jamison and Mr. Producer. Learn the art of successful podcasting from pitching to brands to effective monetization. Plus dive into YouTube and content creation secrets with Jeremy Vest, unlocking strategies to captivate your audience and amplify your digital presence. Day two is packed with essentials for your business. Business acumen with John Pajak covers financial management, while Keith Kalfas reveals cutting-edge marketing strategies. And that's not all. Marvin Salcedo shares the keys to building a strong team and nurturing a positive company culture. But wait, there's more. A keynote session with Jonathan Potashnik on building a million-dollar business. Get ready for actionable insights that could turn you into a lawn care millionaire. Why should you be there? Well, to learn from industry-leading speakers, connect with peers and leaders, and enjoy an exclusive VIP dinner if you're among the first 25 to register. Invest in your success with practical workshops and tailored content. Seating is limited, so don't delay. Get one-day access for $295 or go all-in on the full two-day experience at just $495. Act now. Seize this opportunity. Visit lcrsummit.com or click the link in the podcast description to secure your spot at the LCR Summit 2024. This isn't just an event, it's a turning point for your professional journey. Your future awaits. If you want to earn more money in your business, it may be as simple as raising your prices. Braden used our price increase letter, and what happened? Well, we've actually been in business for 32 years now. My dad started it, and then he handed the reins over to me, and in 32 years, he'd never increased the prices ever, and I knew that we had to make a change, so we actually got your price increase letter, increased the price by 20%, and um, we were doing around a million gross, up that to 1.2, and we had eight cancellations through the entire thing, so we raised our prices through that letter about 200 grand. Say that, say that one more time. 
$200,000 that was sitting on the table that we weren't getting access to just through a letter. So it, it helped us out big time. So do you think the price increase letter uh, provided an ROI for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, beyond is probably the best investment we've made in 32 years. <laughs> that is awesome. You can get the price increase letter at the Green Industry Podcast.com. It's a plug and play template. You just put in your information, insert date here, insert name here, and in the most straightforward, concise way, it explains to your customer why you're raising their price. It made him 200 grand each year. And then you're going to raise the price again next year. Exactly. Catching up with Cornell Mack. As we mentioned in today's program, that the Lawn Care Life Conference is coming up in Springville, Alabama. Uh, the dates on this event is February 23rd and 24th, 2024. Uh, limited seating. We got 300 uh, uh, seats available if you want to join. I uh, need to get a ticket before it sells out. And uh, if you're flying on in, I would fly into the Birmingham Airport. Uh, that's really close. Uh, Springville's a suburb of Birmingham. There's all kind of hotels uh, right there in the, the metro Birmingham uh, area. And then uh, what else are we leaving out here, Mr. Producer? We have uh, Caleb Allman going to be there. Uh, Jeremiah Jennings, Naylor Taliaferro, Jason Creole, Jeremy Vest, Alan Hain, the lawn care nut. Always enjoy getting to hang out with Alan. Uh, we'll have a Friday night dinner. Um, totally included. Um a really good meal there Friday night. Uh, Jason said he might give you a piece of bacon on Saturday. So uh, <laughs> breakfast is included. So I'm trying to get him to do a little more than a piece of bacon. I think that was his sarcasm. If you listen to that episode with good old Jason, uh, we'll have lunch for you. Dinner on Saturday. We'll be doing the um, speeches throughout the day. We'll also have 100 acres to do some ride and drive. Uh, we'll have plenty of uh, mowers and things of that nature outside if you want to test new equipment and, and, and um, have fun with all of that. And most importantly, you know, we're just going to be networking and hanging out all day fellowship. And so it's going to be a great time at the 2024 Lawn Care Life Conference. The link to register is in today's show notes. Once again, it is first come first serve. So once the 300 seats are reserved, that's it. So uh, we have a hard stop on that. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode. And thanks again to Brian and Liz for the hospitality here in sunny, cold Novi, Michigan. We're having a blast at the Entrepreneur Academy Live. And uh, thanks for listening. Hope to catch you on the next episode. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.